La La Land tried to capture the true essence of L.A., but failed when put next to Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers on Stinker Madness. Stinker Madness. Stinker Madness. Stinker Madness. We got Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. Also here, as every time ever, are Sam and Jackie. Hello. Hello, lover. Ew. What? <laughs> what? Gross. What? This is a podcast for lovers. No, it's not. That's what he just said. <laughs> New Sorry. Jersey is for lovers or New Hampshire. I believe it's two. Virginia, stupid. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm stupid now. <laughs> Jesus that Christ. Beard, I'll knock that beard right off your oh, face. Oh, God damn it. Oh, my God. Somebody came into this one spicy. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of espresso beans. <laughs> Tends to make me a little crazed. Thank you, Starbucks. Who needs fucking cocaine when you've yeah. got Starbucks espresso beans, apparently? Especially if you put them right up your nose. <laughs> That's right. Just crunch those babies up and sniff away. Are you going to go clean the bathroom and the kitchen and the bedroom and the garage after this with the no. toothbrush? No. Must clean. No, because it'll wear off by the time we're done with this podcast, and then I'll have to either, one, eat more beans... Or two, take a righteous nap on my new recliner chair. <laughs> righteous nap. <laughs> like you're a fucking heavy metal man. <laughs> Screw you guys. It has hey. heat and massage. I'm gonna lay there and get pampered. Oh, All and it has a cup holder, Sam, so I can I can even drink martinis while I sit there and be massaged. Prep your prep for a righteous nap. <laughs> I got my sleepy juice and I'm ready to go. Uh, we should probably talk about this movie at some point. Uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, directed by Fred Olin Ray, one of the masters of the shitty films. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Michelle Bauer. We've got Michelle Bowers all over this. Uh, Billed as Michelle McKelland. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I don't know if she was still doing porn at this point or what was going on. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Gunnar Hansen and... Uh, Which I didn't mention in the point five that the Chainsaw Connection, Gunnar Hansen being... Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's Leatherface. From- yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's not ugly at all. Wait. That's we're talking about the fat guy, right? With yeah. the Egyptian medallion. He was okay looking. Sure. When well, he doesn't he- have another human's face on his face. Yeah. Right. And uh, John Henry Richardson is Jack Chandler. Philip Marlowe style gumshoe. Jay Richardson, the mainstay of because he's in Dinosaur. Both him and uh, Michelle Bauer and Dinosaur Island as yeah. well. Yep. You know, that guy was a perfect cast. Oh, he was great. He was fantastic. Yeah. he. I I believe that he steals the show. I mean, it's not that he really steals it because the movie is, he's the protagonist in the film, but uh, he's awesome. He's hilarious. And uh, before we get into that too much, uh, I do want to also mention uh, Lee, Nia Quigley. Lene Quigley. Lene Quigley. Uh, she was fun too. Yes, the scream, the queen of screams, queen of the queen of the bees. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. This movie started out hot. Yeah, with the like warning. actually hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that with the warning label at the beginning about the chainsaws. That they're real chainsaws, and do not try this at home unless you're a professional. But uh, especially don't try it if you're going to have strenuous sex. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't do it while banging. <laughs> 
And then my conscience is clear. <laughs> my conscience is clear. Animated signature. Fred Fred Ray. Ray. Genius. That's hilarious. Uh, this movie is very funny, intentionally funny. This is a very funny movie. I almost think that, like, if Fred Olin Ray, because he says, based on the screenplay by whoever, but heavily rewritten by yeah. Fred Olin Ray. Um, but I made it better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that he could have easily had a different career path towards the Zucker brothers. Like, this level of slapstick is as good as anything yeah this is a really funny movie this has a 92 on rotten tomatoes yeah that's high praise yeah uh yeah and you know at the end i'd like to revisit uh you know so think about it while we're talking here but should this have been on our bad movie podcast uh yeah because it's fred olin ray and he's a stinker staple and um but yeah it's 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 a quality film it's yeah. really stupid, and it's a booby movie, so anytime you have a booby movie, you can put it on Bad Movie Podcast, because it's like, well, let's bring in the cans. I mean... Exactly. And that, you know, Lene Quigley, bless her heart, she's been in a million movies, and I don't know if she's ever delivered a line. Yeah. No, she's, she doesn't do well. <laughs> she's fun. Yeah. But, uh, Easy yeah. on the eyes. Uh, with lines, not so much. <laughs> Which one was she? The Samantha. The... Female, oh, young yeah. gal. You know what? Who I felt sorry for during this movie is when they got the three girls in the room and they've got Jack tied to the bed. Mm-hmm. The one with the red and sw- uh, red and black striped shirt. Yes. Uh, when she pulls down her shirt, I'm like, oh, your boobs aren't very nice. Oh. <laughs> like you <laughs> You're felt- standing next to Michelle Bauer. That sucks for you. It sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Your boobs are kind of not great. And I got to say that I believe that this is the height of the Michelle Bauer that she is a fucking knockout in this film. She could have done anything, mm-hmm. like anything she wanted to do. Uh, that woman was a specimen. Yeah, she's not so good with the lines either. No, she's not so good with the lines. I But I enjoyed her performance more than I usually do. When, yeah. Um, because there's a couple scenes where she's uh, seducing a man. She's a hooker and sure. uh, tries to seduce a guy. And her smut talk is hilarious and I thought that she her timing her comedic timing for her smut talk was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think she actually does by the time they get to the dinosaur island picture her and Jay Andrews or Jay Richardson have developed a chemistry on screen where I don't think she's screwing up anything. I think she does fine in that movie. Yeah. Well, and you know, honestly, her like psycho face was just hilarious. It's hilarious. It, it wasn't really, I mean, you could tell that she's trying to do psycho face, but you know, when you open up your eyes and show your teeth. She hams out better than everybody else with the chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like it, it's more fun when she's doing it than anybody else by yeah. far. Yeah. No, she's fantastic. I just, I, one of the greatest tragedies in film history is that Michelle Bauer didn't have more of a, tr- a meteoric rise in film that, that instead we praise Pam Anderson and Ugh. Michelle Bauer is struggling to find jobs and so has to get railed on. I think camera. she just did one of those 1313 movies. I think she's I think she's uh, like the madam of the 1313 movies. Oh, like well, at least that's that's work. Oh, no, she's getting work. But, dude, I don't know what those Ducatau movies pay. I can't imagine it's a lot because they do them in his backyard. Right. Right. Pretty much. You know, I think we should start a new magazine for older ladies to pose naked. Mm. Well, that's, uh, I'm all for women's rights, Jackie, but uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. 
I, uh, you know, I just don't like old naked women. I just, I'm one of those, one of those many, the majority of all people, uh, I'm one of them, uh, huh. don't like old naked women. I, I mean, I like old naked men. Where's that magazine? What? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've seen very many old naked men, man. Just old naked people. Like, I'm 38 playing sports. and things are headed south further than anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you old fuck. <laughs> no, I think like yeah, I just have old naked people and then have them like playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like straining their weird muscles uh-huh. and just like ew, that's oh, not good. Action Ooh. shots. Yeah, <laughs> just tendons and going for a rebound with your balls on somebody. <laughs> Flappy skin all yeah. over the place. Oh my god, it sounds so awesome. Yeah. The smell. Oh man, you need smell a vision for that. <laughs> Why? They just smell like baby powder. And Ben Gay. The one guy at the photo shoot's like, so is it touch or tackle football? Like, what do you think, Fred? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, again, about this movie. <laughs> it's the story of Jack Chandler, who is, uh, as I said, like a, like a gumshoe, a Philip Marlowe type character. The city's a cold, harsh mistress, but... Uh, you know, if one's not careful, you're going to get lost in this town. It's going to chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, hired to find a gal, a missing daughter of someone who uh, he thinks is old. The dad has uh, been tucking her into bed too tight at night, sure. so she had to run away. And uh, he gets on uh, a wild, crazy goose chase that ends up uh, about a chainsaw murdering cult. Just happens upon it. Yeah, that uh, uses hookers for the, to get their chopper, their sacrifices. Yeah, you know, I wonder, like, if you're part of this cult, mm-hmm. uh, who has to pay for the cats? The cats? <laughs> the statues of the cats with the gold paint? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you're. It's a, it's an Egyptian cult. Sure, uh, that reaches back all the way to the days of Egypt when the gods had chainsaws. And uh, so, yeah, no, maybe maybe they've. Uh, that's just passed down, Jackie. They don't buy the the statues of of Anubis. That's just these are the remnants of the Egyptian cult. Well, and I don't believe that that was Anubis. Anubis has more of a fox face mm. or like a dog type head. Then who's the cat god? Oh, who knows? Eh, whatever. Does it really matter? Hey, let's talk about that let's, for an hour. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's get fucking sidetracked on something that none of us know anything about. Let's sit here and just quote fun <laughs> facts about Egypt culture yeah. that we don't really know anything about. Did you know that the Nile is a river? Uh, I didn't. I thought it was just what you did, like the fourth step of uh, grieving. Yeah, why no. not? Denial. Okay. I just. Ba-dum. I just looked it up, and yes, he has a dog face. Okay. okay. He looks like a dog. He's yeah. What the fuck were all those cats doing there then? Know, man. They just had cats. Yeah. Maybe Fred Olin Ray is a big cat guy. There's at least two porcelain cats. There's like four or five. Well, they used the two in different shots. I think there's only two. Oh. Because I think we would have seen more. This is one of those movies that everything they have gets put in front of the camera, so if they would have had more than two of those... Every one that they had would have ended up in the shot with the cat figurines. The body pretty awesome, though. They were. The bodies are piling up around L.A., and the cops are in on it, but they think it's just a serial killer that's running around chopping up Johns. They don't realize that it's a horde of topless women. At least four. 
at least four <laughs> hookers. <laughs> it's not a big cult. No, no, it's not. It's quaint. I mean, you have to you have to remember that uh, pretty much any woman that's going to be in this cult is going to have to take her shirt off, so you're paying her extra. So four, I think, is what our budget is for tits. Let's well, get you know, eight sure. tits in this film. We're keeping it exclusive. Yeah. We don't want just any old uh, tits hanging out, although we did settle for the B squad on that one lady. <laughs> yeah. It was more of the A cup squad. Yeah, you know, it was a poor choice. <laughs> Everything looks poor well, next to Michelle Bauer, Jackie. Considering the women that don't take their shirt off, she's markedly improved above them. <laughs> yeah. The cult women that remain clothed are not much to look at. <laughs> oh, my God. That one I thought was a man. Yeah. Do you think Fred Olin Ray actually got actual hookers? From Who knows? I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> the, the crowd. Yeah. yeah you know. These extras, who's to say? Who's to say? When you do you call a modeling agency when you need some hooker esque actresses, or do, do you just go down Sunset and pick up four hookers? Yeah, and pay I, them for an hour of their time. You give them a bologna sandwich. Non union. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't even have to pay for craft service, Jackie. They're non union. Yeah. Bologna uh, no, sandwich. I, I got your yeah. window. I'm. I am older than five. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, I'm hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I'm guessing 1986, whenever this movie came out. I don't fucking know. I should know that. 92, I thought. What? No way. 88. Back in 1988, a uh, hooker on Sunset Boulevard. What are we talking about for an hour of time? 30 bucks? I would think more than that. What? I bet you you could get in a hooker now for 30 bucks if you're not going to bone them. Just an hour? $30 an hour? I the quality of those hookers? I think they care whether they're getting boned or not. An hour's an hour. $30 an hour for ugly, not attractive hookers? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not Some of put them a... might be men. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put a price tag on that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the best ride of your life. Whoa. Mm. Uh, uh, I don't know. All right, so let's get into this thing, if you guys are ready. Sure. <clears throat> we'll skip the uh, the intro as we already discussed, but uh, we get introduced to to Jack Chandler, and he's jotting down the story. That's his the narrative model that he uses is to jot down the the tale that he goes through on a typewriter, like like an author kind of guy, and uh, tells about a sleazy bar across town where sometimes somebody dies. Sometimes, sometimes. And inside this bar is uh, a schmo, a drifter, looks like a car salesman type I thought guy. he was a construction worker. Yeah, I know, but he he's, resembles a door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman. He just guy. looks like a guy in a plaid shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Michelle Bauer sees him. She goes over to hit on him. She's like, hey, big boy, I like your style. Are you a hooker? How dare you call me a hooker? I'm a social worker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes... People need social work, and you really need a lot of social work. You son of a bitch, I am a hooker. (laughs) But yes, you do have to pay me to have sex. You are correct. I will accept cash for sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, No pleasantries involved, just cash. Mm. Just, uh, I mean, no kissing on the mouth. Mm. No, that's classy hooker, and these ladies were not classy hookers. Uh, Butt stuff, totally fine. Butt stuff, huh? Butt stuff, but uh, no no kissy on the face. Hmm. Also... Uh, I'm probably not going to move in with you 
and you aren't going to take me shopping for clothes and turn me into Julie Roberts. This is a really polar opposite of the movie Pretty Woman. Yeah, it's, it's they couldn't be more different. It is very distinctly unique from Pretty Women. Yeah, Pretty Woman. Pretty Women. Pretty Women. That's the sequel. There's sequel. There's five of them. <laughs> yeah. He realizes they're hookers. Why stop at one? <laughs> Fuck it. I can have all, all of them. All of them. <laughs> Yay me! If hiring a hooker is illegal, then fuck it. Polygamy. I, I'm already there. See, Might as well. Yeah, Pretty Woman 2 is actually Weekend at Bernie's 4. Oh, okay. Because he would die immediately, and then the hookers would pretend to keep him alive. But why? <laughs> For shenanigans. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. They don't just take his wallet and leave. Uh, so she eventually wins him over, and they go back to her place, which is at a motel. She lives at a motel? I couldn't, I guess, I couldn't tell. There's was... an establishing shot of a motel. Sure. And then they go inside to her place, and it's like she fucking lives there. Yeah, it looks like she lives in the motel. Her stuff is there. She's got her own art on the wall. It's Elvis. Yeah. That's an Elvis altar, I'll have you know. It had candles and everything. She also had a pair of ice skates and a box fan, so it might get <laughs> st- <laughs> it might get stinky in there. The ice skates and the, I mean, that's definitely for the sex. Uh that's just Fred Olin Ray saying, go down to the thrift store and grab whatever you can for $10. Yeah. They'll be props. What year was Nancy Kerrigan? Oh, God, it had to been right in here. Right in here. Yeah, maybe 92. It's either 88 or 92, yeah. Tanya Harding business. Because that could have been, you know, play a little Tanya Harding, hit me in the knees. And I then... think Tanya Harding was one of the uh, the free hookers in the background. No, they were all better looking than her. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did she get to still go to the Olympics? I don't know, man. Could you imagine if Tanya Harding and Kato Kalin had a child together? <laughs> huh. No, I can't. <laughs> and, and behind its ear and under its hair were uh, was a birthmark that said 666, and then it ran for uh, governor. And, uh, well, that's... I think if they had... That's if, the demon child right there. they reproduced, the baby would actually be made of cocaine. <laughs> there would be just be a cocaine baby. And when the cocaine baby's born, you know, you know, have to blow it. The doctor has to blow air in the baby's lungs so it starts breathing. Yeah. Uh, it just blows away. No, they wouldn't let him. They'd slap the doctor and then they'd both snort the baby and meet in the <laughs> middle like Lady and the Tramp, only with a cocaine baby instead of pasta. Hovering around Tanya Harding's evil vagina. Yes. <laughs> it's a bad scene, man. But wait, doctor, here comes the afterbirth. <laughs> So That's gross. not cocaine. <laughs> That's just guts. <laughs> yeah. Ew. I think she pooped a little. <laughs> so stupid. Yep. Uh, I hope our jokes are as funny as this movie is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard know. to make fun of a movie when it's actually funny. Yeah, I don't know if we're doing it justice. But yeah. uh, anyway, so they... Uh, he has some coffee and lays on the bed while she uh, begins to take off her clothes and do a sexy dance. And in mid-sexy dance, she starts uh, making a De- Dexter crime scene. She's got the Visqueen out, and she's... Uh, she's really only covering up Elvis. Like, everything else can get bloody, but we don't want to get any on Elvis. Not the king, baby. Not the king. And she she also puts on a shower cap. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't want to wash her hair again. Yeah. She already did that once. 
And she chainsaws him. She pulls out the chainsaw and he's like, give it to me, baby. Because he thinks he's going to get like a dildo or something up his butt. Who knows? Know. But uh, he gets a chainsaw in his Take tummy. Take me to heaven. Yeah. And guts are flying everywhere. There's body parts hitting her in the face and buckets and buckets of blood. Yes. And At least four buckets of blood. It's hilarious. Like a hand, a severed hand reaches up and grabs onto her boob and she, she swats it away. Yeah. <laughs> And so he gets dead. And Jack Spencer or Jack Chandler tells us uh, about his uh, case of the teenage runaway. And he goes to visit the police chief, who is also just a detective. He's unclear. Yeah. He's the police chief detective guy. The chief of police, according to his door tag. Only four cops in L.A., according to this movie. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And uh, he's telling him, like, hey, I'm looking for this teenage runaway girl. You seen her? Here's a picture of her. Why is she bent over a fence? Yeah, that's uh, my mom. Her mom gave me this picture of her, her butt. button out. Just having, here's my butt photo. <laughs> she didn't have any other, I guess, every photo ever taken of this girl is, here's my butt. Yep, I'm a butt lady. Yeah. He's like, I heard you got somebody in luck up that uh, might resemble her. And... Well, the gal we got downstairs, she's a maniac. She's We caught her covered in body parts and a chainsaw. We think she's a nutcase. So they bring her in, and sure enough, it's not Samantha, the girl he's looking for, but uh, she's an odd character. She wants to, uh, she wants to, she propositions them to a little wobbly H. Yeah. For cash. Exactly. And then she's going to chainsaw him. If you're a hooker, do you give a two-for-one special? Like like a discount on the wobbly H? No. Well, I think if it, they're police officers, you just do it to get out of jail. No, I just mean in general. Like like if you're like uh, you know discount on bulk. I don't know. Hookering. I don't think bulk hookering, bulk pricing, and hookering is a good idea. Like you go to Costco for whores, ten for the price of six. Yeah. No. no. Get your mayonnaise and a new TV while you're there too. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Flat screen. And some delicious hot dogs. Ew. Chicken Hot Pocket. They got those too. Really? Yeah, it's called a chicken bake. It's pretty good. Hmm. Okay. So no discount for two. No. Do you, do you think that's the opposite? That she charges more? Yeah. One would think. Again, like, our knowledge of hookering seems to be quite low. Pretty, pretty subpar. Well, I don't know. It might be par. What? Well, I don't know. I don't know either. I would uh, like to know what the population percentage of U- U.S. citizens that have spent any time with a hooker. Like just, uh, who knows? I bet you it's less than 4%. I, I, I know that the number that's reported is the wrong number. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's no way to yes, tell. Yes, I have. <laughs> Ask me. You have what? Oh, sorry, wife. Didn't know you were in the room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> so how many people have got hookers? Is this anonymous? No, Steve. We're standing right here. So Steve has uh, anybody else? Nope. I guess not. <laughs> guess not. <laughs> Just Steve. Just Steve. 10%. <laughs> How's life going, Steve? <laughs> All right. So according to the Google, uh-huh. it says that there are 40 to 42 million prostitutes in the world. Okay. In the world. 
and an estimated 1 million prostitutes live in the U.S. Okay. That's quite a lot. That's a lot, but when you compare that to the rest of uh, the population percentage, it's pretty low. But that's not that's how many prostitutes there are, not how many Johns there are. Experts. Anyways. Experts? <laughs> but more experts than us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but only 80% of those are female. All right. Yeah. So that answered my question. The other 20% have been visited by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so the chief gets called into the lab. He's, there's a there's a hot thing. You got to come see what this is, chief. Come downstairs. Got more evidence. Yeah, and Jack follows him and they've got a like a lunch bag filled with fingers and condoms. There's That's a lipstick in there. In there. Oh. Yeah. So there's condoms, fingers, a lipstick, and a book of matches. Clearly, the evidence of a chainsaw hooker. Oh uh, yeah, fingers and yeah, all the other hooker stuff. Sure, but uh, he nabs the matchbook like whoop. Uh, nobody's gonna notice this yeah. going away. New to new, new new. <laughs> Which is fun because the coroner's assistant's like, "Is it a clue?" And then the chief of police slash detective says to him, "Everything's a clue, Doug." God. Jackass. How long have you worked here? Yeah. I'm actually, I actually don't work here. You are working in the clue department. <laughs> so inside the matchbook is the phone number for Mercedes, which is Michelle Bauer's character. So he's like, hmm, I'll have to look into that. But meanwhile, across town, as the film specifically tells us, uh, there's just I'm going to call this guy Professor Doofus. His name is Herbert or something. Herman. Herman. Herman yeah. yeah. Professor Herman Doofus. Uh, he's going to have a little hooker party. He's called in a hooker to his house. Yeah. And he wants to take uh, naked pictures of her for his calendar he's making for his baseball bat company. Which is apparently Louisville Slugger. Uh, is this just a big elaborate lie so that he can justify his own banging of a hooker? Or is he actually making a calendar for school children who love baseball bats I and naked prostitutes? I think that he's just sort of going, he's living his own lie. So he is going to make this calendar? No. Oh. He's pretending for himself, for his mm. own purposes. Uh, he's not. These are just going in the spank bank. I'm thinking so. Yeah, okay. he has a shoebox of this shit underneath his bed. And, and then, like last month, it was tennis rackets. Mm -hmm. uh, this month, it's a baseball bat. You know, next month, it was going to be squash. Yeah. Bowling balls. And eventually, he'll be like, really? I just kind of want to have sex with you, but I, I had to warm up to this for two years. He tried high lie, but uh, his whole house got wrecked yeah. whenever she swung around. Goddamn chandeliers are all broken. <laughs> So he takes her uh, pictures, and she gets all sexy with the baseball bat, and uh, then she smacks him right across the face and knocks him out, sticks him in the bathtub, and... Uh, Chainsaws the shit out of him. Chainsaws the shit out of Herman. Poor guy. Poor guy. Because if he was making a baseball bat calendar for the children, that's just too bad. There's going to be a lot of broken hearts at the uh, orphanage. Yeah, and, you know. We, A, don't know what day it is, and B, don't have tits. And, yeah, at. there's not and boners everywhere. How are we going to understand how awesome baseball is without it? Yeah, you can't really 
I don't think the majesty of baseball is clear without topless women. Oliver, do you want some more porridge? No, I want a fucking nudie calendar about yeah. baseball bats. I want tits. <laughs> fucking pictures of tits. That's it. You take your goddamn porridge and shove it up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Oliver, you're a snotty little one, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have another? No, I want a calendar. <laughs> Here's your toppings. Whap. <laughs> uh, also... There's a beardy lurking around. He lurked around the first murder, and now uh, he's lurking around Professor Doofus. He's like the pimp or something. He's yeah. You're he like, was also in the guy? bar too in the beginning mm-hmm, pickup. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was this lurking guy. So Jack calls Mercedes, and he sets up a meeting at the bar. And. Uh, we should mention that he goes into this bar and there's a child and they're drinking a martini. <laughs> is that Chris Olin Ray? Oh, it might be. I think it is. It might be Chris. Yeah. Fan of uh, fan of the show. Son of Olin Ray. Well, I'll have to ask him that. That's a really good question, Sam. Uh, but uh, it's hilarious. And he, uh, he also has a conversation with the bartender who is played by Sweetie McSweater Shirt. Muddy McSweetwater. What? Dry Flyswater. Oh, Dickie, uh, Dookie Flyswater. Dookie Flyswater. The bartender yeah. is Dookie Flyswater. Yeah. And he's like, he shows her a picture, shows him a picture of Samantha. He's like, have you seen this girl? Uh, he's giving me nothing. And he shows him a picture of a chainsaw that he found in catalog. Uh, still nothing. Then I made a bunny shadow on the wall. <laughs> still nothing. This guy is a tough one to crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a hard cookie. Yeah. I think that's my favorite joke in the whole movie. I mean, I, yeah, the bunny's really funny. And then right afterwards when he's going to get that he has the bourbon drinks ready just in between the cash register. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a bourbon. It's just, there's it's a cup it up. Yeah. fucking whiskey right next to the cash register waiting for him. Good jokes, Brad. So Mercedes comes up and she tries to seduce him and she's she's laying it on pretty thick, the sexy talk here. And he's like, Whoa! steam's coming out of his ears and he turns into a hound dog and beats yeah. a shoe on the table. But uh, I can't do anything about it because I've got my own dame that I'm trying to be good towards. It, who is obviously a hooker. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Because he goes to the hot. Yeah. Instead of the hotel, it yeah. just says hot. The Mark, Mark Twain Hotel. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, on stage, there's a stripper, and it just happens to be Samantha, the girl he's looking for. So he's like, oh, shit, there she is. I better call the police. And uh, he gets the police's answering machine. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, Go ahead and leave a message, especially if you're a murderer, because we really want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> they've got this. We're not here right now, but if you kill somebody, come on down. We got hot dogs. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Homicide. We, we'd love you. We, yeah. wanna, we really want to hear from you. Uh, so he goes back to Mercedes, and I guess she drugged him or something. She slipped yeah, him on Mickey. Yeah, he gets a Mickey. And uh, he passes out, and he wakes up in a motel room with the small-boobed blonde mentioned jackie didn't like and uh, she's telling him that she found him in the gutter and brought him back here to patch him up he's like that's what i thought maybe my hands were paralyzed but it just turns out i was tied up so it's a trap they got him yeah they've they've captured him 
and the other hookers come in, Michelle Bauer and uh, Samantha. And uh, the beardy also comes in. He's like, yeah. beat it, girls. At this point, we finally get our bad guy to come in and tell us what the hell's happening in this movie. They're an Egyptian cult. Yes. And based off of his ancestors. Based off of his ancestors who must sacrifice people using chainsaws to yeah. appease the gods. The old way. I, I guess get immortality. Maybe. Well, yeah, because he's like, and let me guess, you're going to live for like 100 years if you kill me. And the guy's like, how did you know that? I read it, National Enquirer. Yeah. Also read about uh, the Donald Trump interview <laughs> in the National Enquirer because that's his new source now. His new source. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Trump was all over the Enquirer back he, in this time. I no, he now the latest issue of National Enquirer is a tell-all. He called the National Enquirer I, and had well, an interview. They said that. They say that all the time. Well, I'm just saying, man. If anybody ever did. Because this is right around when the whole Marla Maples thing's going on. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. So his ass was all over the Enquirer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the blonde pulls a knife out, and she starts cutting on him. She's drawing a little cult symbol, I guess. It looks like an eyeball. There's a couple circles, maybe. Yeah. She doesn't do a good job. No, it's pretty hard to do a good job when you are high on coke. (laughs) And then the... Yeah, the what Gunnar Hansen's like, yeah, it's a nice job. And it's like, not really. I don't know what she's doing there. The girls come back in, the other girls, and uh, they're ready to chop him up. Just in time for Letterman. Also funny joke. But the chainsaw runs out of gas, so they got to go get some gas. And they leave him with Samantha. Well, Samantha is a double agent. She's in there with the Colt. Because they murdered her friend, and so now she's joined up with them to take him down from the inside. Yep. Does that actually make you a double agent? I think If you're not so. working for anyone? Well, if you're working for <laughs> justice. Oh! I, then, then you're just an agent of justice. <laughs> yeah, but they think that she's an agent of evil, which makes her a double agent. Okay, why not? <laughs> then the bat lady's a double agent, too. I was watching a show the other day where somebody said he's a quadruple agent, and I was like, "You can't. That's too many." I'm just confused. How what? how does that work? Steam started coming agent. out of my ears because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you working for? He's working for both sides, and that side too, and the guy over there. <laughs> he's working for money. Is is yeah. the answer there? So she unties him and. Uh, He's like, well, I got to get you out of here because I told your mom that I was going to bring you home. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to burn this fucker to the ground. He's like, no, you're not. And he headbutts her. Gets her out of there. And then clumsily drags her off camera. Yeah. It's pretty funny, too. Not that headbutting a woman's ever funny, but in this instance, it's quite funny. It's quite funny. (laughs) Yeah. So he stops by at his office and calls the lead detective and gets his answering machine, which his answering machine is, if this is Jack Chandler, stop calling me at home for the hundredth time. Even though you're my only friend. Because yeah. <laughs> as we'll find out later, the rest of the police don't seem to like him all that much. So he tells him what's up. And uh, Sam wakes up. She wants to bone. So they do. And Well, I- first he goes, hey, are you? How old are you? She's like 21. He's like, okay. Good. <laughs> cool. Oh, no, my old girlfriend walked in, and she 
barely really seems to care. Like, oh, I see what's going on here. And I'm I out. get she was the secretary too. Oh, hmm. so he's it's a double whammy. She is a true working girl. Huh. Secretary by day, and his hooker by night. <laughs> So does he just pay her all, like, is she on an hourly, or do you think she gets, like, a salary? Because she's working 24 hours a day then. I'm going to go with salary. I think, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with sausage. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so they drive around looking for the temple, and uh, conveniently, it has a sign out front, temple, this way. Come on in. Over here. You're a little closer. Just get over through this door. And a guard hears them come in and uh, takes them to the the waiting room, the Egyptian cult waiting room, where it says, "Please wait until your number has been called (laughs) on a piece of paper in the background." Uh, I was here for the sacrifice. Is that me? Am I good? Okay, it's my turn. Cool. Do I pay before I get murdered or after? I think it's before. And man, do you pay? Yeah, because you don't want to have to pull the wallet out of somebody's inside-out butt later. Hey, it's better than going to the dentist. No. Ow. But, you know, <laughs> wonder, if they, wonder if they accidentally chainsawed the wallet. So, yeah, they would have to do it beforehand. Because you wouldn't want to be like, oh, fuck, Gail, God damn it. Because you cut the wallet again. How are we ever going to pay off these Egyptian cats? If you cut a wallet in half, that means you can't ma- have any money. <laughs> Jackie. Well, the money gets cut, too. <laughs> now, if it's cash, but what if he's packing credit cards or a checking book? A checking book? Checking book. Ah. <laughs> oh, no. We've cut this checking book in half. Do you accept traveler's checks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we take everything but American Express. Ooh. That hurts. <laughs> I don't get the points that way. <laughs> I need the points. I was told don't leave home without it. Yeah, no, all these points I can't use for anything. <laughs> Nobody takes it. Especially Egyptian murdering murdering cults. cults. Yeah, the one place that you'd think would be able to take American Express and they don't. Fucking bastards! <laughs> Why do I even have this card? So the hookers come in and uh, they inject Sam with a uh, magic potion to make her be goofy. It's the blood of the gods, but it just looks like pee pee. Yeah, it looks like pee. Mm-hmm. I thought it was orange juice. Ooh. And they inject her in the butt and take her away. And uh, the ritual begins out in the main altar auditorium, which the altar is just a bed. Yeah. Like a comfy bed. It's not even like a like a hard <laughs> altery bed. It's like silk sheets on it and mm-hmm. shit pretty nice. well, you know you don't nice. want to mess up your weave I'm, I'm sorry if you have like hair extensions or a weave or whatever you're supposed to use silk pillows because they don't screw up your weave fun fact how about that oh sam come on last year when you had those dreadlocks no i just whenever i get a perm i just sleep in a helmet <laughs> <laughs> that way it doesn't fuck up my hair so the guy comes in and he's got the master device that uh, opens up a bunch of oil cans and the crowd cheers. And this guy's a handball, too. Oh, this is Dookie Fleischwater. Oh, that was Dookie Fleischwater yeah. again? Yeah. That's why you know he's in on it. He's the guy that's given all the roofies, I'm guessing. Mm, yeah. And uh, he pours the oil into a tray and the other hookers drink out of it. It's the blood of the gods again. It's castrol. Yeah. It's uh, it's log oil, I think. I think it's just normal Chain oil. oil. 
Yeah. That's yuck. It's going to make you have some squidgy poop. That's for sure. I don't know. You're just going to be shooting out of there at a high speed. I don't like the idea of drinking oil. Uh, no, it seems like a poor choice. Again, if you got to go to prison, that's the only way to get the heroin out of your butt. Really? That's castor oil, not motor oil. Well, it's oil. Yeah, it's not the same as crude oil. Yeah. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. not. No, I, I think you die from it. Yeah, I think 10. <laughs> what did you have for lunch? 10W40. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice ooh, knowing you. I had the 5W. Yeah. I, How's the 10? <laughs> you're both dead because <laughs> the other guy had a tuna sandwich like a normal human being. And then there's some topless fire dancing. That was fun. Yeah. Well, this is a really, I think that's kind of the height of things, though. Mm-hmm. After this, it sort of turns into one of those grade school pageants. Just a fucking train wreck. No, oh, like the, the end of the talent show? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, the the whole thing. Anything involving having to go to the auditorium and watch grade schoolers organize anything right. is about as good as what they've got going on with this. This whole uh, presentation for the gods. They're, the gods are up there like, I remember when you had to uh, recite the uh, Gettysburg Address. Gettysburg Address, and it was better than this. This is crap. Uh, yeah, well, God, we're going to really try to step it up here uh, because next up during the murder telethon is the virgin dance of the double chainsaws. Oh my god, this was so <laughs> awful. This is the worst <laughs> ever. But I do wonder how long she had to stand there so that somebody could paint all that bullshit on her body cuz that looked pretty cool. Yeah, the paint job was good. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and she's uh topless and dancing around with two chainsaws. She's got some sweet um sequined underwear. Uh-huh. And she's got probably uh, as itchy as fuck. She's got Peter Chris's face paint too. Yeah. And it seemed like there was sequins even in the G-string portion, which would be uncomfortable. Yeah. To have sequins in your butt crack. But sequins in your pussy crack would hurt, too. Here's the problem with the virgin dance of the double chainsaw. She just got nailed by Jay Andrew or Jay Richardson. Okay. So she's not a virgin anymore. Oh, fine. Uh, That's not the only problem. No, <laughs> the problem with the, with the virgin dance of the double chainsaws is that uh, chainsaws are heavy. And holding one while and trying to swing it around when you've got one in each hand is basically impossible, even for buff dudes. And she weighs like, what do you think, 87 pounds wet? Something like that. She can barely lift these things, so she's hardly moving during her dance. It's just she's mostly shimming her butt back and forth a little yeah. bit. And it's on for a long time. Like. Yep. It's torturous, the amount of chainsaw swinging that she has to do in this scene. That she attempts to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what was even great, though, is that when you could tell that there's somebody underneath, like, just right below where the camera's shooting, that is kind of helping her with the chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) when it comes up near her face. Because, you know, she'll see this big poof of smoke as it comes by her face, and you could tell she's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, oh, it stings. Because she's trying not to, like, blink her eyes shut. She's like, ah. Yeah. But then you could tell that somebody's helping that chainsaw along behind it because it's like kind of like goes up a little bit and then it moves and then she drops it immediately like oh fuck heavy. It's uh, it is not quite the same quality of a dance as the dance of the two snakes in uh, Conan the Barbarian. Hell comes to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, it's still pretty awesome because it's just so shit. But they bring Jack back in <clears throat> and they put him on the bed. And it's uh, time for him to get chopped up. And so the beardy grabs a chainsaw. Yeah, but he can't get it going for some reason. And the cops are on their way. 
but it's taking too long because they didn't drive Frank's Volkswagen. <laughs> Next time you take your Volkswagen. <laughs> I yeah. This car hasn't had a tune-up. It's got ball tires, and it's last year's model. What do you expect? There's... <laughs> Yeah, the L.A. police force is not painted in a kind light. <laughs> but uh, the beardy finally gets the chainsaw going, and he gives it to Sam, Samantha. But uh, she doesn't chainsaw Jack. She chainsaws the beardy in the tummy. What did he really think was going to happen I there? I don't know, man. That she was hopped up on the goofballs. I guess. Well, she, and I thought didn't I realize was... she's got a high tolerance to goofballs. Yeah, I thought it was uh, nice that he was like, use this chainsaw wisely. <laughs> really? As opposed to what? Unwisely, which is on yourself. And then they, he, she fights Mercedes in a chainsaw sword fight, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's bad. It's, it's real, real bad. bad. And I think I commend them for being able to uh, get the, the blades locked on them to uh-huh. where they could actually do this with the chainsaws running. Yeah. Because well, ordinarily, actually, um, Michelle Bowers' uh, chains moved. They were they weren't locked. But if there was any movement, it was real slow. It was. It wasn't a fast movement. Yeah, because you, you want to lose an eye and a finger and mm-hmm. maybe a, half your face. Hey, man, that's why Chains and Ray says don't do this at home. It's yeah, dangerous shit. No, you lose a chain on a chainsaw. It's fucking bad news. Oh yeah, man. So a guy got his leg cut off that way. Well, not really, but <laughs> you're like I saw it. On you could imagine though. Pretty close, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, cops pull up, and uh, they're like, hey, what's going on here? And Jack and Samantha are making out. Oh, because uh, Mercedes gets chopped in the tummy, too. Mm-hmm. She's dead. And all the other cultists run out the front door. At which point the police are like, hey, is that them? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go inside. And then see. the chief. Let's like, go ask. Go get them. We'll go to the front desk and ask. Yeah. Hey, was that the cultist that just ran out? I don't think the police apprehend any of the cultists. If you are there to bust up the cultists as the cops, like if you would, uh, I think we're going to uh, bust you guys. Do you get put in the waiting room and you have to wait for like a while until your name's called and you go in and yeah, bust you, them up? You wait until the secretary's like, are you guys here for the sting? Uh, yes, yeah? that is us. Okay. I think they're ready for you now. Okay. Just wait another minute. Oh. All right. Just keep waiting. Just keep waiting. But back at uh, the scene of the crime, the cult bodies, the Beardy and Michelle Bowers' bodies have disappeared. Turn into to Obi-Wan Kenobi blankets. Yeah. Dry ice. Yeah. That's the end of the movie, except we'll see Beardy again someday, is what they say. And then well, there's, there's an advertisement for student chainsaw nurses. The denouement with uh, Jay Richardson finishing the tale, which is apparently two pages typed. Did you oh, notice right. that? Yeah. And then uh, that he's going to take her on as his secretary. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awfully big of you. Uh, it appears that student chainsaw nurses never got made. I wouldn't think so. I think it's one of those Mel Brooks thing. Like, history of the world, part two. See, Hitler on ice, and it never happens. Yeah. Mm. Because Hitler on ice is just the joke that already told itself. All right, so keep an eye out for, <clears throat> starting with uh, favorite death, Jackie, go. Hmm. My favorite death mm-hmm. was probably Michelle Bauer at the very end. Okay. Just because the look on her face as she's convulsing 
as the chainsaw eats away at her boobs. And it's, it's awesome. also the only time that we actually see the chainsaw cutting anything. Every every other chainsaw to person contact is off camera. Yeah. So good one, Sam. I'm going to go with the first one just because the hand on the boob. I am also going to go with the first one and the feet flying up in the air and hitting her in the face yeah. and just shitty blood flying all over and hitting him in the face and it doesn't make any sense from a physics standpoint. Hilarious. Uh, hottest sexy time moment? I'm going to go with the double, the dance of the virgin double chainsaw. All right. Nice. Some hot shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> sexy. She's having a hard time holding those up. Uh-huh. Like, I can help you. <laughs> I can help you. You can help me. Jackie, I'm going with baseball bat. Yeah, that's pretty hot shit, too. Mm, okay. Well, I'm going to go with Michelle Bauer taking it all off in the beginning. Yeah, there's a lot of hot business in this. Uh, and then favorite line. That's a tough one. It's between the fucking wall bunny and then what he says after that, like, I'll have a bourbon with a bourbon chaser. And then the bartender's like, I might have to write that down. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to write that down. Uh, I'm going to go with the bunny thing. I laughed my ass off. I also uh, really enjoyed the phone booth uh, answering machine of the LAPD. Yeah. Homicide department. And also the next time drive your Volkswagen. Yeah. Next time, drive your Volkswagen. That's a good one. Jackson? So I'm going to say when he's leaving his girlfriend at the hot Mark Twain Hotel, Mm -hmm. and he's like, and then she was like, please don't go, and he's monologuing out, and she's screaming at him, flipping him off and stuff. She blew me a kiss and wept as I walked out the front door. (laughs) She's like, fuck you. (laughs) Throwing shoes at him. That's pretty funny. All right. uh, Regular questions. Jackie, go. So how are chainsaws Egyptian? Because the gods had them, Jackie. The chainsaws of the gods. That's how they built the pyramids. Duh. Duh. Okay. That's how they made hieroglyphics. It's uh, like the chainsaw carving that you see uh, at the ice festival. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's one of the things you didn't know is that the jackal song Redneck Punk, Punk is actually ancient. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's a little history lesson for you for free. Who needs the who needs the great lectures when you've got us? Because Jackal, you know, those guys don't fuck around. She likes my cock. They get to it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's the song. That's, that's the, the name song. of the song, Jackie. That's what it's called. She loves my cock. <laughs> they, they did that. out. They made that song for real. I see the sun going down on me. <laughs> Getting a blowjob from the sun. How hot is that? What's that? What are you talking about? sun? (laughs) Yeah. Gary's? The actual sun? Because that would hurt. (laughs) Uh, Is this cult any worse to mankind than the Scientologists? How many people are Scientology killing? Uh, Well... Who's to say? Who's to say? We we don't know. The bodies have yet to be discovered. Yeah, exactly. But they're piling up. I think uh, I think this four hooker team of cultists aren't going to be able to do anything. Next they're not to putting them. a dent in society. No. No. Let, <laughs> let alone infiltrating the federal government. Or Hollywood. Or holding people against their will as slave labor. Or everyone but Australia... The only country that has any goddamn sense when <laughs> it comes those to that fuckers matter. out. <laughs> Tax evasion, not a religion. Fuck off. 
I actually don't have any questions. Yeah. I feel like this thing sews itself up pretty good. Like, uh, not a lot of loose ends, say. <laughs> I'm I'm with Sam. All I right. only had the one, and and I feel stupid now that it's been explained to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this the Steel Company's favorite movie? No, because these were all generic chainsaws. Well, yeah, that's true. Do you think they're still like chainsaw movie? Woo! Probably not. Show it at. Uh, in the break room. Hey, it's Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers again. Probably not. No, I think it would draw criticism from people that know about chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> That's such bullshit. There's, it would draw criticism from the people in the room that know about chainsaws and the people in the room that know about hookers. <laughs> then maybe the same people. Yes. <laughs> Who's yeah? Well, Steve. <laughs> what? Away from home a lot. Still with the hooker thing, Steve. <laughs> God. Is this true, Steve? How the hell would I know? You're the only one that's been with a hooker. <laughs> Just once. More than anybody else wants to admit. Uh, okay, well then, final recommendations. I'm going to go, of course, I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. It's hilarious. It's super stupid and a hell of a good time. And it's also like 82 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Quick one. This is the third time I've seen it. It keeps getting funnier every time. Jackson, this is your first tour. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Um, just want to say say thank you to Ben again. Uh, I loved this. I'm ready to watch it again. It was really? just so damn funny. Because it doesn't take itself seriously, and no. that's exactly what this movie needed. No, it's great. It's uh, it's Fred Olin Ray in a nutshell, and uh, just can't praise him enough. Can't wait till we can get to uh, Dinosaur Island and uh, the... Bad Girls from Mars. Bad Girls from Mars, yeah. Oh, man. Great movies. Uh, next up is my pick. I'm going to be going with Congo. Congo. Amy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I forget how bad that animatronic ape is every time. Amy. All right. Check in with us. Check in with us when you get around to it. Get to the chop. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Everybody ready? Got your questions? All queued up? Oh, no, Jesus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Everybody ready? I'm going to pull a lever on my chair. Well, Just see what happens. It's locked. I'm like, I can't. I thought you pulled that handle and you would rock back. Did you, you farted this time, huh? So gross. Good one. Sorry. Yucky. That's <laughs> yucky. Sorry. That That's was... really bad. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. It so bad. It's really bad. It's just lingering. I'm trying to find something on my phone. It's yuck. It's really yuck. You guys should take it on the road. <laughs> Fucking comedy act you two have going. Oh my god.
Pretty sure that's how uh, Abbott Costello got started. It's yeah. a bad fart. <laughs> You're taking too long. Start shitting my pants sure, over uh... here. 